Scott with sjwellfire.com. I want to cover a dream that I had this week. And again, typically, if you follow us, we are a news organization where we tie current events to biblical prophecy under the title Final Days Report. And again, I started this Watchman News Ministry because when I first became a Christian, I had dreams that would come true on a personal perspective. And I remember having a dream in 2008 that Russia would attack. Russia was a failed state in 2008. Move the time, the clock forward. I was going to go protest for January 6th. And I had a dream a couple days before that event that it was a trap. Sure enough, it was a trap. And I remember reading the passage that says, if the watchman does not blow the trumpet, the blood is back on his head. So that's why I started this news ministry, Final Days Report at sjwellfire.com. And our objectives are twofold. One, we want to save souls. Most important, two, we want to make sure that we empower and form the elect so you can rest assured in your salvation. So this dream that I had, I know this was clear. This was a wild dream. I saw this man, but I get the sense he was Muslim, jump out of an airplane, and he jumped into this beautiful, clear ocean water. I think it was the Gulf of Aden. And they were a whole slew of people from a similar area in the plane and also Africa. So he jumped in the Gulf of Aden and all of a sudden he started walking up through Yemen and Saudi Arabia and there were, I saw two different paths of lines and of people walking to the promised land, walking to Jerusalem. And they were Christians. The Lord supernaturally, in my spirit, saved them. I'm not sure through dreams, maybe an, an angel visited. I'm not 100% sure. But these people, and I'm assuming they were Muslims, and they were, I'm assuming they were from Africa, converted to Christianity. I got the sense in my spirit as well they were part of the lost tribes. I kid you not, that is what I sensed in my spirit. And I saw, again, I saw these two paths. And the water that they jumped into was so clear and the rocks were the most beautiful rocks I've ever seen. It was, they were way down and there was one huge big rock. So again, I'm assuming they were Muslim and also from Africa. And the spirit was leading them within these two paths to walk through Saudi Arabia. And I'm assuming they were going to the promised land. What was interesting, I looked up the promised land. It is big, right? It goes into Muslim countries. And these people were saved. It was was like they wanted to occupy. They were being called to go back to the promised land. So then I started doing some research of Arabs. And sure enough, their DNA really replicates the Jews. There are all these studies where they share, many Arabs share the same DNA as the people of Israel. That's why when you go to Israel, let's say you do a genetic test and it shows that you're a very, very high percent Jewish, but maybe you're a Muslim, they're not going to let you in, right? There's a faith component to it. But God changed the hearts of these men. And it reminds me of chapter seven of the 12,000 marked by the different tribes. Could this be? I I get the sense it might be. But let's continue on this dream and some interpretation of it. Let's read Ezekiel 36. This passage speaks of God's promise to bring people of Israel back to their land and cleanse them of their sins. And again, I had a sense in my dream that these people were linked to Israel and then they were saved supernaturally. Let's read Ezekiel 36. 
This is a whole new lens on this passage from the traditional thinking. And again, if they go to the promised land, that's not even Israel. Just fascinating, my friends. For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries, and I will bring you into your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Will I cleanse you? A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, that's Christianity, and will cause you to walk in my statutes. And I literally saw people walking with two paths. Maybe this is me walking in my statutes, and not a literal walk to the promised land. And ye shall keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and shall be my people, and I will be your God. Now that's where it was interesting to me, these two paths. Walking to the promised land. That's what I'm looking for. Let's continue. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be my people. See, this is about Christianity. This is about the new covenant. It's what it's all about, my friends. In this verse, the author of Hebrews is quoting from the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah to show how the new covenant promised in the Old Testament is fulfilled in Christ. The new covenant involves God putting his laws into the minds and hearts of his people, which is similar to the idea of receiving a new heart and a new spirit in Ezekiel, Ezekiel eleven nineteen. That's what I saw in my dream. I saw, I'm assuming we're Muslim people, and I know they're in Africa, all sorts of religions and Christianity is there, jumping off this plane going into beautiful, clear water, amazing rocks. I saw it really deep below in one huge rock. They get up and there were two paths going through Saudi Arabia to the promised land to occupy. And Israel is obviously a small country and the promised land is not there. Typical Zionists will teach Israel needs to conquer it all to occupy. I mean, this is a wild, wild dream. But let's continue. The spiritual awakening the spiritual renewal promised in Ezekiel 36 finds its fulfillment in the New Testament through coming of Jesus Christ, through his death and resurrection. Jesus makes it possible for people to receive new hearts and the Holy Spirit and to be reconciled to God. The Apostle Paul quotes from Ezekiel 36, 26 in his letter to the Romans, emphasizing the importance of this spiritual renewal in the life of a Christian. Additionally, the promise of the restoration of the land of Israel is seen as a foreshadowing of the ultimate restoration of all things that will take place in the end of times. So, did the Lord show me that these people genetically tied to Jews and their 10 lost tribes, he's calling them back, marking them, Revelation chapter 7, and if they literally start walking through Saudi Arabia, that'll be fascinating. But here's where it gets absolutely wild, is if you follow the news, the desert is starting to turn green. Here's a headline. Watch rare scene of water flowing in Saudi's empty quarter. All over the place, there's water beaming. Let's read Isaiah 35. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, and the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of God. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart and the tongue of a dumb sing. In the end of days, we're going to see miracles. You have faith, pray in the name of Jesus Christ for miracles. 
We need to be a beacon of light, my friends, and bring people to Christ as gross darkness happens. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, that's what we're seeing, and streams in the desert, that is what we're seeing. And the parched ground shall become a pool, that's what we're seeing. And the thirsty land springs of water, and the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Go a little deeper, for a little bit of meaning here. This, this Isaiah 35 speaks of a time when God will bring restoration of the land of Israel, making even the desert areas full of water and abundant with new life happening. The restoration is a symbol of spiritual revival that will take place as people turn back to God and find new life with him. The prophecy speaks of a physical healing as well as a spiritual healing and speaks of the joy of singing that will accompany this restoration. The passage often seen as a foreshadowing of the ultimate restoration that will take place in the end of time when God will make all things new. So the Lord is pouring water on the desert. Within my dream, supernaturally, I think Muslims, certain sect of Muslims that are tied genetically are going to convert to Christianity. They're going to start walking, and people from Africa as well, who knows, they might even just be Christians, are going to start walking. Maybe they'll fly, I'm not sure, but they're going to occupy, they're going to occupy the promised land what I'm looking for. So it's interesting, my friends. This is a deep one. This destroys the traditional thinking of, hey, Israel became a country and uh, we need to, Israel needs to use war to bring back the promised land. The Lord's going to do it in a different way. Pray on it, my friends. And uh, make sure you sign up for our newsletter at sjwellfire.com. Please pray for this ministry. Have a blessed day.